Bell one day back at the shop. Then comes the old Louie, all dressed up in his overcoat, snowing, wind blowing around outside again. That was typical in Chicago. Louie comes in, takes out a gun, says, he already take this, hide it. They're coming looking for me. I remember when Nancy Mike had told me, put the gun in the fingerprints. And I just opened one of the central drawers. And I said, here, Louie, put it in here. So he stopped, looked at me, smiled, and said, you're wise. Put the gun back in his pocket. And out he went. So I said, Louie, my wife is having a baby back in New York. 
that I should be there. So I'm going to go home for a while, and I'll be back. I, I said, I thank you very much for the opportunity, and it's been a great, great experience. He said, you're a, you're a good man, Ed. You're welcome here anytime. He said, here's my business. Here's my card. It's got my home number on it. He said, if ever you need me, just give me a call. He said, come on in my office. I'll get you your money. I said, great, thank you. So he gave me my money. I said goodbye to everybody on the street. The fat kid said he hoped he would run into me again. I said, yeah, you keep in touch. I said, I got your number here. Where to write to you? Here's my address at home in New York. Write to me, stay in touch. Here's my phone number. And I, and I said, I'll see everybody. Got in my car. And started the long ride home to New York. On my way home, I'm in the mountains around the Pittsburgh area, and I'm listening to the weather report. They're saying snow, big blizzard coming. And I keep saying to myself, I should get off the road. It's getting late. It's dark. I should get off the road, get a motel, and start out fresh in the morning. But being in a hurry to get home, I say, well, I drive another hour or two. Next thing you know, here's this blizzard. Snow is blowing around. It's terrible. Can't see in front of you. I said, well, next exit, I'm going to get off and get a motel. This is getting too hard to see. Now I'm coming down this big mountain, and I'm pumping my brakes, and the brakes ain't working good, and the car is getting... And down at the end of this hill, this mountain, there's a truck in the middle of the road stopped. He's stuck there. So I'm coming down, and I'm pumping the brakes, and my car ain't stopping. So I say to myself, I better aim my car right dead center for this truck. Maybe my bumper will, will stop me. And I'm coming down the, the mountain, and my car slides and slides right under this big truck. It, the truck cut the roof of my car right off. It sheared right off. I, I just laid down on the seat and, and slid under the truck. My car comes to a stop under there. And I hear the, the truck driver holler, are you all right in there? I said, yeah. I look up. I mean, this truck is right on top of my car. I said, well, get me out of here. He said, all right, just remain calm. Tow truck's on its way. We'll get you out of there. The tow truck pulls my car out, and I just look at it, and everybody is saying to me, Jesus, you're lucky to be alive. And I'm saying, Jesus, I know that. Look at this fucking car. The top is cut right off it. So the tow truck company gives me their card. They tell me they're taking their, my car to the Plymouth dealer. And they give me their address and phone number and everything. The police drive me to a motel. The walking distance of this motel is a nice diner. But the snow is pretty deep by now. It's a blizzard out there. But I walked 
I'm just going to write this off as a 